I want to say that I knew nothing about The Whale before I went to go see it, but that's only partially true. I knew that it starred Brendan Fraser, an actor I've been a fan of since I was a kid. I knew that it was a movie by Darren Aronofsky, that it was well received by those that had seen it, and that it was considered to be Brendan Fraser's comeback role. You could say that I knew a lot about The Whale before I went to go see it, but as for the actual movie itself, I went in blind. From the start, the sinister music that's playing stood out to me. It made me wonder what's to come and if that was a way of setting the tone for the rest of the movie. Hindsight being 2020, I'd say that I was right. It's not as if this is a sinister movie, but it for sure takes you on an emotional roller coaster and it's hard to watch, in more ways than one. That's something I'll bring up throughout this review. In continuing to discuss the music, besides how to the point it was from the beginning, the rest of the music was pretty varied. Not only was it at times sinister and menacing, there were also moments where it was hopeful. Besides the music itself, the overall sound design contributed to how the movie came off. It's clear that this movie has a lot to do with the ocean and stormy weather because it's literally titled The Whale, but there's more to it besides that. You can interpret the title of the movie and Charlie's appearance in all sorts of ways, but what stood out to me was how you'd regularly hear a soft booming sound in the background. I'm sure that a specific sound was used to create that noise, but to me, it sounded like waves crashing. Like I said, it's not only because it fits the movie's title, but also because the beach is of great importance to Charlie. The presence of the ocean and all that surrounds it was featured in more ways than one. What adds to the movie's atmosphere is the fact that it's raining pretty much all the time. It was to the point where I was asking myself if it really does rain that often in Idaho, but chances are that this was done more to push the thematic ideas that were present in the movie. It wasn't just any kind of rain, it was the kind of rain that was meant to convey the emotional state that Charlie was in. It also helped that the movie wasn't as brightly lit as it could have been, and when you did happen to see outside of the apartment, you couldn't help but be overwhelmed by the grayness of the sky. I'm sure that I'm probably coming off as a freshman in English 101 class, but it's clear to me that all of this was done to create a relationship between Charlie's emotional state and how the whale is presented as a film. I'm sure that there are specific reasons as to why the whale was in 4x3 aspect ratio, but it still left me wondering why that was. Off the top of my head, I'd say that it's because the point is to focus on Charlie and to not be distracted by anything else that was on screen. Charlie is the focus of the movie, so that's one way of forcing you to focus on him. If I knew more about the specific reasons as to why some choose 4x3 aspect ratio in this day and age, I could probably connect that to the whale and how that contributed to how the movie played out, but I can't. Besides the appearance and sound of the whale, what most stood out to me was how raw and emotional it was. I wasn't expecting that when I went in to see it, so that caught me off guard, and it was well done. I was only around 20 minutes into the movie, and yet I was thinking to myself that it's a rough watch. Later on in the movie, it gets even worse. Sure, there are emotionally charged moments such as when Charlie's confronted by his daughter, ex-wife, or the reality of why he is the way that he is, but the moment that most affected me was when Charlie was stress-eating. By stating it in such a way, it's clear that there's an emotional attachment to this style of eating, but it also helps because of how Brendan Fraser portrayed this moment. He wasn't eating to enjoy a meal or for its nutritional value, but more as a way of punishing himself. He was eating with such ferocity that it was hard to watch that scene play out and not be disturbed by it. I'm sure that's strange to hear, especially coming from someone that's seen all sorts of horror movies throughout the years and intensely gory footage online, but something about that moment just got to me. Had this been performed by a lesser actor, it would have come off differently than it did, and that's one of the reasons why Brendan Fraser was the right actor for this role. Though it might seem strange to some, it's possible to re around people and yet still feel lonely. I bring this up because despite how clear it is that Charlie is an intensely lonely person, 
people were constantly coming over throughout the film. You could go in depth and argue as to whether or not these visits were genuine or not, seeing as how the missionary and Charlie's daughter are doing it for selfish reasons and Charlie's nurse friend actually cares, but things aren't how you'd expect them to be. What I mean is that it's clear that Charlie's friend, Liz, genuinely cares about Charlie, but what stood out to me was her enabling behavior. This might be interpreted differently by other people, especially because it's clear that Charlie's dying and she knows this, but with her it's as if she's given up. She's still there for him and she's pretty much the only connection he has to the outside world, but how they interact with each other is still weird to me. On the other hand, you can compare how things are between Charlie and Thomas. It's clear that Thomas is trying to help Charlie because he has a guilty conscience over what he's done in the past, but despite that, he's actively trying to get Charlie to help himself. Though that's how it initially appears to be, what Thomas is doing is selfish versus what Liz does. It's both simple and difficult to understand. Someone that generally cares for Charlie is allowing him to continue to do harm to himself, whereas someone that's really just trying to help themselves is trying to push Charlie in what he views as the right direction. In the end, it's clear how things really are, but for the duration of the movie it's interesting to see how the different dynamics between the characters work. I'm aware of the fact that the whale has been deemed as controversial by some, but my belief is that Brendan Fraser is an actor portraying a role. It'd be one thing if he were purposely making a mockery of obese people, but that's not the case here at all. Some have said that the whale perpetuates played out stereotypes of fat people as shut-ins that are emotionally unstable and incapable of having a healthy relationship with food, but I don't believe that to be true. It's true that Brendan Fraser portrays a character that's deeply flawed, but everything that's done is for a specific reason. It'd be a completely different story if Brendan Fraser were to have come off more like Michael Myers as Fat Bastard in Austin Powers, but that's not the case at all. At the end of the day, what offends some won't offend others. We're at a point in time where some want actors to be a one-to-one -one representation of the character they're portraying, but I'm reminded of a supposed exchange between Dustin Hoffman and Laurence Olivier. The two were starring in a movie where Dustin Hoffman put himself through intense methods in order to accurately portray his character. Laurence Olivier's response to that was supposedly, My dear boy, why don't you try acting? It's so much easier. Personally, I want to believe that anyone can be capable of portraying a character as long as they're skilled enough, but I'm aware that there are limits to what an actor can do. It might have been less offensive to some if a genuinely morbidly obese actor were cast as Charlie, but would that person have been able to deliver the performance that Brendan Fraser did? My point isn't to cause offense or to create controversy, but I also don't want things to get to the point where roles in movies are policed. On that note, portraying Charlie in The Whale is probably Brendan Fraser's best performance yet. I've seen him in Encino Man, Bedazzled, Monkey Bone, and The Mummy, but I also know that he's capable of portraying serious characters, much like he did in The Whale. I've included bits and pieces throughout this review as to why Brendan Fraser did such a good job, but there was one line in particular that really stood out to me. It's when Charlie states, I need to know I did one thing right in my life. It's not only thanks to how Brendan Fraser said that, but because of what revolves around the statement. It's the wish of a dying man trying to make a positive change as he's approaching death's door. I like that a lot and to the whale's retractors, I'd say it's not just Brendan Fraser in a fat suit. It's Brendan Fraser transforming into a completely different person. Towards the end of the movie, you see how things come together. The constant stormy weather eventually clears up. Charlie is able to stand and walk on his own to signal things have improved with his daughter. And it pretty much ends in the best way possible for Charlie. In a lesser movie, you'd probably see Charlie be the subject of a miracle and manage to recover. But what we got went well with what the overall movie established. To some, it might be a bittersweet ending mainly because it's implied that Charlie dies, but to me, 
The ending was a happy one. It's because Charlie was able to go out on his terms. Could things have been better? Yes. But at least things didn't end as they were earlier on in the movie. The Whale is a movie that can be enjoyed in many different ways. Not only did I enjoy how it made use of different aspects of filmmaking to tell the story it had to tell, but it was also simply an enjoyable movie. I don't think it's the kind of movie that'll be enjoyed by all, seeing as how it's an emotionally heavy movie to get through, but it's worth a watch because of how important it now is to Brendan Fraser's career and most likely his life. If you enjoyed this content, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you very much for listening.